Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. <clears throat> okay. Erev Tov, everyone. Continuing with the laws of Lashon Hara, we're on Klal Hay, Halacha Zayn. We're going to finish Klal Hay today, Bezat Hashem. We'll sum it up and we'll maybe even begin Klal Vav. So, Chafetz Chaim now is going to give us a little bit of a, um, a Hidush. Not a Hidush, but until now we've been speaking more about Lashon Hara between people. But look what he says in Halacha Zayn. Veda, Shekshem She'asu Le'otzi Dibal Havero. Just like it's forbidden to speak negatively about a fellow Jew, can al hafasav asul diba. Similarly, it's forbidden to speak negatively about a person's stuff, his his merchandise. matsui meod arabim. It's very common. You have one merchant, one store owner who speaks negatively. About another merchant's products, mm-hmm. and he would or make similar remarks simply because of jealousy. This is lashon haramamas from the Torah. So it's not just to speak about the person. You own a, 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 an electronic shop and you speak negatively about that guy's electronics and the merchandise that he owns. Also lashon hara. So they bring here two scenarios here at the bottom. Scenario E and F. Scenario E, at a shul kiddush, someone mentions that the sushi is much better than some she ate recently at a new sushi cafe. Another person complains about the cafe service. These negative reports about a business can cost the owner customers, income, and perhaps parnasa and our lashon ara. Now that is something that you've definitely heard before. Okay, that type of talk, and it is lashon ara. Scenario F, you stand in a frozen food aisle. Confused about the various brands of puff pastry. I, for one, am very confused whenever I see puff pastry. I have no idea which one to buy. There's so many different types. Anyways, your neighbor comes along and you ask her which brand to buy. Telling you which brand she prefers without deriding other brands is not Lashon Hara. This is true as well with caterers, stores, food products, and in many other cases. So that's the way to, to really answer uh, a, a question as such, you know, what do you think of, uh, you know, what, what's a good meat restaurant here in the city? You come new. So say what you like. Say, I, I enjoy going to this restaurant, they have great food. Don't say, avoid that place, don't go there. Oh, they didn't ask you, right? You know, why do you have to spit out the negative information for? So that's a very, very practical halakha. Halakha chet, he says, Isur sipur lashonara. The prohibition of speaking Lashon Hara, She'asra Torah L'saper Bignut Chavero, which the Torah forbade to speak negatively about a fellow for a Jew. Afilu Alemet, even if it's true, who Afilu Be'echidi applies even if he is the only speaker. Kol Sheken L'saper Bishnaim Dvar Gnut Al Chavero De Asur is forbidden all the more so Kalvachomer to speak Lashon Hara with a second speaker. So you're in a tag team, you and another guy, Talking about, uh, so you have Reuven and uh, Levi talking about Shimon. Misken Shimon is always the guy getting, uh, getting spoken about. When you do so as a tag team, 
your avera is worse than if you speak uh, alone. Ki aminu ha'am yoter. The reason is because the listeners are more inclined to listen to two people than they are listening to one person. And therefore, he, the, the subject, Shimon, will be degraded in their eyes. When they hear the matter expressed by two people. Anywhere where we write in this book and elsewhere, elsewhere I guess, without specifying the Isula Sonara, it means under any circumstances, even with two speakers, unless we specify otherwise. So just to summarize, Klal Hey, we've, uh, we've spent the last few classes talking about it. Here's six points to summarize Klal Hey. Number one, a person may not speak of another's misdeeds in a case where the subject did not physically or monetarily harm someone, but just refused to do him a favor, such as extending him a loan. If the speaker himself had requested the loan, he transgresses the prohibition of do not bear a grudge, and if his intention is to take revenge, he transgresses also the prohibition of do not take revenge. Number two, at times it's permitted to speak uh, of someone's sins, even if he's not a rasha, due to a passion to uphold the truth. That means to discourage others from following in the sinner's ways. This consideration does not apply where the subject acted in an unkind way to his fellow, but did not actually harm him. Number three, it's forbidden to speak of someone's shortcomings, even if the report is true. This is prohibited not only because it's disparaging, but because it might cause him harm. So a person may not, A, brand someone as having average intelligence in either spiritual or mundane pursuits. We talked about calling somebody a hamor. Okay, that's not good. The B, refer to someone as physically weak if his livelihood depends upon his strength. Or C, assert that someone is not affluent if this will cause him financial loss, for example, by limiting his ability to procure a loan. Uh, four, a report is determined by, to be demeaning by the circumstances pertaining to the subject of the report, not to the speaker. So that was yesterday. We talked about, ah, you know, that guy, that kolel guy, he learns three, four hours a day. That's negative to the kolel guy. Because he should be learning all day. But if you compare it to yourself, I wish I can learn, if someone says that I learn three or four hours a day, it's a compliment to me. But you're talking about the kolo guy. So if you're talking about the kolo guy, you don't compare it to yourself, it would be lashon hara. It is forbidden to speak negatively about another person's merchandise when that can cause him financial harm. And the prohibition against speaking lashon hara is more severe when two people speak lashon hara together. That concludes klal hey. Yeah, that, well, um, I, I, that we, we, so I, I went in depth about that in Seudah uh, Shishit one, uh, one, uh, one week. Um, certainly, certainly it, it will probably fall into that, that last halacha. Um, the question is, if you are doing it to prevent someone, if you had a very, very bad experience and your friend came up to you and said, you know, I want to use this guy. And uh, okay, so you can tell him, listen, this is what you need to watch out for. There's nothing wrong with that. The Chafetz Chaim already explained. But I think the problem with it is today is that, you know, you're, you're, you're going on Google reviews or Yelp or Facebook and you're putting this review of a restaurant. That's your own personal subjective uh, opinion about the place. And now you're spreading it to, uh, you know, millions of people who are going to be coming across that guy's webpage or that Google, or that Google search. And it's Chaval. Like, it really can, you know, uh, it's degrading and it can diminish his Parnasa. And um, I'm not... I, I am not for negative reviews. Uh, it's kimat almost never allowed, in my opinion, unless it's one-on-one. You know, the person uh, asks you, 
can I use this uh, plumber or this electrician and he really did a horrible job and cost you a lot of money, then maybe in that situation, for his benefit, for his toilet, it's fine. No, because you had a bad experience. That not necessarily mean that that it, you know you know you didn't like the food. Maybe other people like the food. Like it's it's. Okay, something like that. But let's say like a plumber situation. Where the guy came and destroyed you. So I think if I remember correctly, what we spoke about last, I think it was last year already, or maybe even a bit more. Um, if you're on like a specific plumbing group, where you know that people are looking for plumbers. Then maybe in that situation there might be a room to be to, to be a little bit lenient and say I I didn't have a good experience with this guy and whatever you say has to be admitted it cannot be exaggerated that's another thing that we we spoke about but if it's on a general group uh, on everything Jewish Toronto group like we have here on Facebook that's you know I don't know two hundred thousand members or something like that uh, then then you know don't don't post that don't post that over there definitely okay. Let's uh, let's do one let's do the one halacha in Klal Vav. So halacha Aleph, asul lekabel lashon hara min Torah. You're not allowed to accept lashon hara. So the event speaks about Shimon. Levi heard he cannot accept it. Ben shu me'advarim shem ben adam lamakom. Whether the negative account that was said about Shimon is about sins that he did between him and Hashem, or or me'advarim shem ben adam lachavero, or matters between ben adam lachavero. Dehainu shelo na'amin beli benu she'asipur hu emet. We cannot believe in our hearts that this negative account is true. Through doing so, the party who Lashon Hara has been spoken about, poor Shimon, is debased. And a person cannot even believe it, even if he remains silent and he doesn't explicitly tell Reuven, the speaker, that I believe it. So you remain silent and you believe it, that's also Asur. For otherwise, if Levi does tell Reuven that he uh, that he believes it, he's committing a twofold lashon hara. He's doubling his his avera. He's both a speaker and an acceptor. You're right. Shimon is this, 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 and then this. Okay, so now you also spoke lashon hara. You did two averot. Ve'amekabel, uh, one who accepts lashon hara over he violates a negative commandment. You shall not accept. A false, uh, a false report. This was actually in last week's parasha, parasha Mishpatim. And the Chachamim said in the Midrash, This is a warning, an admonition to someone who accepts Lashonara. Apart from all the other negative and positive commandments that is associated with accepting Lashonara, of course, that we spoke about in the introduction way back when. Anybody who accepts Lashonara, this man deserves to be thrown to the dogs. As the Pasuk said, again last week's parasha, don't accept a false report. And it's juxtaposed, the next Pasuk is, To the dog you shall throw the animal carcass. So therefore we see that someone who accepts Lashonara deserves to be thrown to the uh, dogs. More than that, they said, The punishment for a person who accepts Lashonara is more severe than that who speaks it. Because the one who speaks it, if he speaks it to the guy and he doesn't accept it, the Lashonara stops there. But now that you've accepted it, you're now branching it on to more and more potential uh, listeners. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll continue. Bezat Hashem next time.